Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face mask and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Carrie the Mockney. I'm K-Drama Jen. I'm Drama Geek. And I'm K-Muse. Be sure to come check out our exclusive content available through Patreon. If you want more fun drama-themed discussion, come join us as we have new episodes available just for our Patreon supporters. We'll include the link in our show notes. Another way to spread the kimchi love is to drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcast. So this week we are going to discuss all of those dramas that we finished just recently and a bunch of the ones that we've started. Um, I know a lot of times we talk about our first impressions or what we liked about dramas at the very beginning, but we don't often talk about how we feel about them at the end, whether they were worth watching all the way, that kind of stuff. Um, Just a note, some of these dramas, we are going to be actually doing specific podcasts in regards to them, or we have done podcasts in the last little while about some of them. And so we will just be doing small little snippets for those uh, ones. And we will mention that we have an upcoming podcast or where you can find it. Um, on those specific dramas. So where are we going to begin? How about with what we just finished? Sounds good. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So we, a couple of us finished the Mellow is My Nature. And I think that we, we all agree that's one of our favorite of the whole year. Absolutely. 100%. So what do we like about it? Like just a quick snippet of what we liked about it as a whole was the ending good I loved everything about it I loved that first of all I miss it because we finished it and it was my like the drama that I like sub stocked and waited for um and it was just it felt fresh and new for it had um a subject matter that I was really interested in because everybody involved um, was involved in either drama writing or music or uh, production. So it was very uh, interesting. Um, I don't know. The jobs that everyone had were interesting, but I loved the cismance and the bromance mm-hmm. and um, just, it was fresh and funny and I loved it. I totally agree. I it's probably it's still I don't know the currently airing ones. There may be one that knocks it off the top, but it's probably my favorite of 2019. It just had a different type of feel to it. And it's really hard. Somebody asked me on Twitter yesterday, like, why should I watch this? And I'm like, uh, (laughs) Um, but the acting and the, the writing were just amazing. And it was both hilarious with a different type of humor that's not always in drama, you know, it's not a common, it's not, it wasn't a weird sense of humor, but it's not as, you know, it's not as common as it felt almost more British where they banter a lot. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot more like a very witty bantering and we don't always see the Mm -hmm. high level of dialogue. Yeah. No, it definitely, you couldn't, you had to, it's not one where you, Oh, I can watch it as I'm falling asleep or whatever. Like you needed to be able to hear everything that they were saying or read all the subtitles and know like the, what they were saying. And it was one of those where it was kind of like the reply series where they set up some type of thing at the beginning of each episode and it would run through the episode and you had to wait for the, the payoff at the end, but it was so worth it. And I feel like I, the ending, 
Um, there were, some people thought it was a little bit too meta. There were, were some very meta <laughs> moments. There were some very meta <laughs> moments, but that's uh, part of the one I loved about the drama. I just love that. So, um, but yeah, the ending was one of those. It was very realistic, and you know, not everybody got their super happy bows or whatever. But it felt very much like this isn't the end. It's going to keep going, and these characters are just going to keep living their lives. And it was. It gave me a very nice feeling at the end. Yeah, I was definitely in for witty dialogue because there's a lot of times you'll have really good story arcs, but not always really good dialogue. Mm -hmm. And so I really appreciated that in this drama, we had both. And so it's something that was different. It kept my mind engaged. I really enjoyed it. Same, for sure. (laughs) And if you want to hear our thoughts on the first was it six episodes? <laughs> it was it was five. No, I know. We well, talk some about of us were in one. six, and we hinted at six. Yes, it was the first five episodes, but um, we do have a podcast on it, which we yeah. can link in the show notes. But it was, um, I will have to say now, episode six was pretty awesome, as they hinted <laughs> at. So. Mm-hmm. All right. What's oh, no. something else? I, all right. We're not going to get in a fight on no, this one. We're we just going to briefly, briefly touch on it. Yeah. Barely talk about it. Just we finished it. It needs to be acknowledged. Yes. You can read our our pod. You can read our recap on the blog. We if were very re- divided. <laughs> um, Hotel de Luna. It was okay. <laughs> okay. Hold up. <laughs> Hey, so I've gone gonna... from I really don't like it to it was okay. <laughs> so I I have stepped back. I've looked at it, been distanced <laughs> from having to dissect it. Mm. It's okay for me. All right. So and I will say IU was fabulous. Baby Opa, it was not his best, but I still enjoyed him, and um, I think it's definitely worth the watch. So that's all I'm going to say. We're not going to fight. No. IU was fabulous, though. I think we can all agree on we that. We can all agree. Yes. I'm going to say that out of that batch of dramas, if they were a K-pop group, Hotel de Luna was the visual of the group. <laughs> <laughs> True. Just saying. Just Because that's a lot of what kept me in was just to see what they would do with the tree next or what IU would wear next. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, you guys have covered it. I still plan to go watch it again next September, keeping in mind that maybe this is a healing drama and mm-hmm. more of a folktale rather than a romance, because I yep. think it was sold as a romance and that was not what it was. No, it was definitely exactly folktale. If you look at it that way, that's perfect. And I said I would watch it with you and it comes right at a time where I feel like it's one of those. It, it's a fun October Halloween watch. So I think mm-hmm. it'll be and watching it with that perspective again could be very fun. So I look forward to it next year. One year yes. from now, it's a date. <laughs> yes, it is. We'll do a fangirl rewatch. Yeah. Amber, I gave you doesn't have to. <laughs> works no. I'm not. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> I would be so pissed off. I'd be like, I can't believe you are making me watch this again. I remember it well you enough for watch last stuff time. all the time. <laughs> Can't I watch the YouTube, like, you know, where they fan-made videos? Right. There are a I ton would, of those, yes. like, with IU and I would rather watch outfits. one of those. <laughs> I could feel the feels through those without investing way too many hours. 
Or the behind the scenes. The behind the scenes. Yeah, uh, the behind the scenes were were very good. I wish I had that drama. (laughs) So we did have another, uh, which I thought could have been one of the visuals as well, which was Moment of 18, um, Mm -hmm. which was one of my favorite um, high school dramas. What did you think, Drama Geek? That's what I was I was just going to say that like um I didn't think that there would be another high school drama this year that would topple it cuz it was going to be my number one pick for high school dramas cuz I absolutely loved it. But now there's one airing the extra one where I'm like, "Hmm, maybe, I don't know, but we'll talk about that one later." So Moment of 18, yes, that I it was just such a wonderful balance of um teenage angst and that first love and um, but also like the teacher, um, gosh, I don't have the wiki thing up here to look up his name, but like the teacher, he's always a side character and I'm so happy he, he got acknowledged and he won an award for this character. Um, cause he was such like the papa bear of the group of the, the, the drama and he was so good in it. I loved it. He was like the little stand in dad for him. So, and the lead actor, Guy, he got a rookie award, too, for it. He just did a really great job. So I loved Moment of 18. It makes me so happy. I'm still watching. <laughs> oh, are you really? I am. I am. Because I, I started that way after you guys. Mm. So it it might get done by end of year. We'll see. Mm. So That's kind of my plan, too. I want to watch it. I just wasn't in the right headspace for it. So. Mm. It's a very, um, again, I mean, it is high school, so they're dealing with that high school stuff, but it's done in a way that it doesn't feel so over, like, it doesn't give you anxiety. Yeah, it's not depressing. It doesn't give you anxiety or whatever. They they keep it hopeful. Um, The teacher, again, I think, I feel he brings that balance and really makes it it doesn't feel like every character is one step away from suicide right which some of them that's how it feels yeah you know so it's not sky castle it is not sky castle Mm -mm. no and it's it's not not beautiful world either which i also thought was a fabulous drama from this year so i'm still watching that one i am going to finish it but that one did get to a like i had gotten to a certain point i'm like oh i can handle this and then i was like okay, life stuff. I can't handle this. <laughs> like, but it was done so well. So I agree. I, from what I, I think I've watched four episodes and yeah. The teacher is Kang Ki-young. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yes. Ki-young. Yes. He's yeah. the fabulous ex- side character. He's almost always side character, but he was such a central mm-hmm. part of this of moment of 18. So, mm-hmm. yes. It's great. So another one that not all of us watched, we want to throw a quick shout out to, and not everybody's finished it either, but Rookie Historian, that all these aired and finished them at the same time. And I almost went through a depression because of it. But Rookie Historian (laughs) is one of my favorite uh, historical, I mean, it's historical light, but it still is pretty like the events are definitely made up, but it. It, it feels still, real. It feels real. But yes. yes. So the king and all the people, they're not real. And then this the 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 people, the female historians in the in the palace and all that stuff, that's not real. But it's right. so but Drama Geek good. and I had to go research it. So <laughs> they're like, they're like which king are they talking is, about? Well, they're kind of they basing kinda it, base it on different stories from various kings. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I know this this right. event. Right. But and I look it up, I'm like that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, that's the wrong time period. Yeah. No, but, but so it, it yeah, because they have, I mean, they, they have um, Western uh, medicine that comes into play yeah. and they have Catholicism that comes into play and then the, the sto- historians. And 
my biggest compliment for this drama is they kept it about rookie historian Guhera. They kept it about yeah. her or wrong. Not sorry. It was <laughs> that's a that was a K-pop yeah <laughs> drama a couple of years ago. <laughs> anyway, so they kept it about her. She was. I mean, the romance was was a part of it, and and it was but it sweet. Was her romance. Yeah. Like it wasn't suddenly. Oh well, it's the prince's yeah, story. It, it wasn't all about the prince. He was part of the story, but like it was about her journey in you know as a historian and her fellow female historians and they kept the women a unit and i just loved them all and they had really strong characters and so yeah that's it was very different yeah that is definitely what i liked about it i liked that it was like rookie her story and yeah. uh, because it was so focused on the the women in the storyline i have not finished it and um i have a watching partner who went back to school so i have to wait until homework it kind of eases off a little bit. So mm. um, it's not from lack of wanting to watch it. It's just that, you know, I'm I'm trying to be good because normally I cheat. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and you all know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a very bingeable show, I think it would be yeah. so. But it had a nice, it was a slower pace, I think, than a lot of historical, but I liked it. Very character driven. So Arthdal Chronicles. <laughs> Arthdal Chronicles. Um, we actually recapped this one for the blog. Mm-hmm. And we actually have a ton of positive things to say, except for the very end. Right. If you are wondering about our thoughts on the ending, we did do a podcast for this, and we will link it also. So there's a previous <coughs> podcast in regards to this. Um, but I do think we can say that it was well-written, maybe didn't have the ending we wanted for various reasons. There's a lot of reasons. Yeah. And so, and I mean, to be like, to be fair, we rant in our, and we, it was, had just ended. So we might have a little bit more of like space and perspective now, but we'll just, you can go and see what our (laughs) feelings are after After that. It's like, I hope it goes forward. If I don't get any more, I'll survive. Yeah. I have other stuff to focus on now. Mm -hmm. My country. (laughs) I we'll talk about yes, we will talk about it. But he's replaced <laughs> it in my heart. The director, yes, yeah, Absolutely. we will talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is the last of what we have finished um, up recently. Just recently, those are all kind of came to a close around the same time. So now we're going to talk about what we are watching right now. All right, and we will start with Tale of Nokdu. And can I just say? I am so impressed with the lead actor oh. and his ability to flip between being feminine and masculine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that is, I mean, half the time, I'm not bored by this drama at all, ever. And a lot of it is because it's just fascinating to watch him flip back and forth and back and forth. But it also has a really good plot. It's solid. All of the characters are wonderful. Even the little obnoxious eight-year-old tag along. She, <laughs> she's still really... <laughs> I don't think she's she's that. obnoxious. I think she's very strong opinionated and she's going to make an awesome woman someday and it's really cute that she she wants to marry her man she's totally obnoxious she's obnoxious i love her i love her too we'll we'll like her adorably obnoxious because honestly she is she's adorably obnoxious yeah and i don't think i can say that again without tripping over (laughs) 
So, um, yes, I I love it. There, there's even like a, one of the times he's saying something and he's walking so people can hear him. And then by the end, nobody's around him. And so he's like, oh, talking. Late. And then all of a sudden there's this deep voice and he ends the sentence. And it's so funny how he just like he's doing a really good job. I, I've seen him in other things and there's some things that have been like, eh. and then like. I can't remember if there's been anything where I've really just been like, oh, my gosh. But this one, this drama, he is really um, pulling it off. And I watched an um, interview where they were asking him about, like, the, you know, like, talking about the drama and everything. And they were asking him about going to the bathroom in, in the dresses and stuff. <laughs> he's like, oh, I've gotten really good at it. I don't need help. Well, like, he's so, like, <laughs> not even, like, doesn't phase him at all. Um, he seems pretty comfortable in it, so yeah. And I, the female assassins and the widows, like that is awesome to me. I love that part of the story of like uh, all that whole. Again, it feels different um, than a lot of what we've seen, so I really like it. I've been complaining for like ten years that we need a gender bender drama mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. the male has to pretend to be a girl. Yeah, and we finally get it, and I am so happy that In it's good. Yes, <laughs> yes, like, that's the best. <laughs> and I'm so happy that it's yeah. very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, is he look like a girl all the time? No, but do the girls ever look like the guys eh, not <laughs> I often. still think that there are definite moments where the camera angle and the way he like they have him his makeup and stuff where I'm like okay I can get it like I can see but then his how beautiful very he is. prominent Adam's, Adam's apple, apple. <laughs> I mean he has a giant one it's like, do they not understand male anatomy at all? <laughs> um, he doesn't have like Park Bogum level of yeah, Adam's apple, yeah. but he he's, he has one. He, he has one it. that if you're just looking at him, you're like, how do they not notice it? <laughs> There's you just have to or or his it. like gorgeous veins, like you know his muscles and stuff. Yeah. Oh. They, the director makes sure there's excuses to take his shirt off a lot and to I kind of give that contrast. <laughs> I appreciate shirtless scenes in all of their glory. So that was my main thing that I wanted to comment on was that I really appreciate that in the very beginning they made it super clear that he was very masculine right. by having him run across the beach with his shirt open. And then we do get plenty of opportunities to see his washboard stomach and his abs and his, I can tell you all about the muscles, but you know, <laughs> but it's really good. I have really been enjoying it, thinking of it as, um, like you said, I, we haven't really seen anything quite like that. I know we, we got a few moments when uh, Yu Sung-ho in the, uh, in that movie that he was in um, mm. about selling the water or selling the river. Um, he anyway. was a believable oh, girl. Didn't Shin? Uh, it was Yun Shin. What is his name? Shin Yun Shin, or what is it? The one guy, Flower. She Yun. She Yun Shin. Shin. There we go. Yeah, Yun he Shin. he was also in. Uh, oh, what was it? What drama was it in? Was it the one with the really younger girl as his? Uh, and he was in Hambok for like okay five minutes or something in one episode. That. And I was like, huh. Actually, makes a pretty convincing girl as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't say he's super convincing as as a woman, mm-hmm. but he does manage to give off that feminine kind of. I don't know. He like what the Machine was saying. Like it's very, um, it's really fun to watch mm-hmm. the switch back and forth because you can definitely tell. Um, like there are times where you're like, oh, oh, definitely in female mode. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. good. 
All right, so another drama that has glorious, glorious manes of glory. (laughs) And lots of wonderful scenes where they, not, well, yeah, there's been two at least. There's been multiple shirtless scenes. (laughs) That scene at the beginning to show how amazing their bromance was, because that's what the point of that scene was. And then (laughs) the hurt scene with uh, Soon Ho, like he, yeah, he had to bandage his own wound. But... I love the contrast for my country of the two leads where he is, he's masculine, but he's also like, they have, he's the nobility of like, he's dressed and his hair and just well, everything and about even his Even if know. they were in the same outfit, you could tell he's the nobility. Like right. he just. Yes. Yeah. Oozes it. Oozes it. And then the other guy is like the still 17 guy who was a fluffy bunny in that one, he in this, he's so, so manly. manly and rugged and like, it's like, like oh, I'm going to pound <laughs> that metal of the, the sword or whatever. They keep showing it where he's all, all sweaty and, you know, <laughs> pounding things. Right. But aside, aside from that, because um, we've had a whole podcast about the fact that I don't always like the more. Uh, historic, like historically accurate, very serious um, dramas. But like this one, I am loving uh, the fight scenes and the bromance, and the story is mostly outside of the of the palace. And so I the the that part of it and the cast and the directing is just awe inspiring. I just love the it. directing. Every time I start, I'm thinking. This is what Arthdal should have been. I know. Mm-hmm. It's so hard not to it's compare like, him. Can we it's just like, have this director do every historical for the rest of all time? Yeah. Because he is amazing. There's like, a battle scene that just I don't know that I've seen it in a K drama. Like I no. you know, I know like Hollywood movie type. It's like, like but Avengers it was really level good. swooping in and out between characters awesome. Yeah, it was it so. was really good. It's definitely it's my it's my favorite right now um, for sure. I um, love historicals anyway, but and I have a certainly have something for Wudo Juan and our still still seventeen actor um, and John Hook and this is fabulous with his fan um, and so everything you almost about expect the, him to decapitate people with, with it. his fan yes writing yes. his yes. horse. <laughs> I was having like flashbacks to. Um, Oh, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Arang and the Magistrate. When, um, oh, yeah. you know, they would, he would always fight with his fan. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting for that. But um, not Zhang Hyuk, of course, but the, um, who was it? It was, um, yeah. It is Lee Jun-ki. Lee Jun-ki, yeah. 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 So anyway, he's not in this, but the, there's a fan. <laughs> there's so. a fan. <laughs> That's where I'm drawing the comparison. But anyway, uh, such a great show. Just, I just can't wait for it each week. Mm. So, uh, so if you're we're not wanting watching, to ditch watch. each other right now to go watch today's episode. I know. <laughs> Bye. But what I yeah, love, you guys it are has, almost talking me into watching this. Well, it has yeah. such a solid story, mm. and the acting is so good. Yeah, like mm. it's top notch acting. The music. The directing. Oh, the music's fabulous. Mm. Yeah. I was trying to explain it to one of my children, and I was like, so it's kind of like, I don't know, there's some scenes that almost sound like um, there's like, it's not bagpipes, or it it sounds like I'm like. It has a very Irish tint. 
Scottish, like it's not, whatever. Yeah, it's just yeah. kind of like they. But and then then you have the the um, heavy metal. Like some of the scenes were like when they were busting into the um, gambling ring and they were like, yeah. like, like oh, kind of favorite song. Rebel, it kind of has that where the music really does play such a huge part of of some a lot of the scenes. The music is definitely in that yes. that battle scene we were talking about. Um, some of the late there was a like, is the oh music my as well. And yeah. it, oh, <clears throat> just seriously, even if you don't watch the drama, go watch the battle scenes. So it's and that like was episode, episode three. Three, yeah, they are so well filmed that I just want to watch them over and over again. And it's like perfection. Yeah. It, I, as a warning though, it definitely is not like a, it's their bromance breaks up pretty fast. (laughs) And it's so, it rips your heart out. It's so sad. You can tell, you know, from the, for the rest of the drama, it's just going to be this like, what more do they do to each other type thing. And, but so it's, it, it really feels like warrior Bakhtung soon. Like it has that, feeling and you know that one ripped me apart so mm. i know this one's going to but i'm just waiting for jing hook and hui to hook up and have their own bromance <laughs> you know because they hinted at it uh, at the beginning the very first scene and then it goes to a 10-year flashback so i'm just waiting for that yeah. i'm like he's gonna have gonna to be. change a lot because right now his character um yeah how could it how could you have a bromance between him and people that he despises he hates anybody who's not of noble blood and doesn't think that they should get anything in their life so yeah no, well it'll have to change i think some something. of that was just talk to screw it to the specific guy he was yeah. talking to i can see that because there was definitely some big talk going on between both of them yeah. and so i could see how he's hitting him where it hurts rather than that's really what he believes mm, okay Okay, hurry along, because we need to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next one I haven't watched, so it's going to have to be you or Carrie. <laughs> All right, so the next one is Arsenal Military Academy, which is a Chinese drama. And the reason I started is because it was billed as Mulan, but set about 100 years ago. And I love Mulan. That's one of my favorite Disney stories. So I was like, okay, I have to see where this goes. And then somebody posted a fan-made video of just kind of the shenanigans from the first three or four episodes. And I'm like, yep, I'm in. And I am still in because we've got the cocky, not quite bad boy. We've got the very upright soldier. And then we've got the girl who is, take, you know, being a guy in this military academy and kind of pulling it off fairly well. She does a great job. Uh, talk about like a gender bender. She really does a great job. Mm. Yeah, she is almost believable as a guy. If she and quit wearing mascara, that would help. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but it's crazy because it's Bai Lu um, who uh, was in Legends and Shu Kai, who was also in Legends. So they're reunited in this, but it's a, um, in a, you know, not a fantasy drama. But mm. she was just gorgeous in Legends. And so it's crazy that she can pull off being a guy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, great job. I just, it's a fabulous drama. It really is. And I know you've already finished. I'm on episode 30 out of 48. So, you know, it's kind of short for a Chinese drama. That's not drama. That bad. <laughs> uh, I might put that one on my list because I know I can fast forward through all of the propaganda stuff. So that might actually not take that long to. Yeah, to I'm watch. super excited to watch it because I love them in Legends. Mm-hmm. They have so much chemistry and I just need to find time. Yeah. It might be after Christmas mm. or maybe yeah. there'll be a lot of snow and 
there'll be no work. So <laughs> there you I, go. Pray for that. You know, cross fingers <laughs> and have some big well, drama uh, binging days. There it's you go. definitely worth it. It has. It's interesting because it's set in a different time period than a lot of dramas we get. It has. Um, it's a very patriotic, inspiring, um, and I found myself at times being like, "Yeah, get up, get the foreigners out." And then I was like, "Oh wait, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> You're, You're the, the foreigner." foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. There were times where I, I, I was so like kind of wrapped up in the emotion of the moment. So it's really good. It was. It was definitely one that I. Um, I can't remember, was I sick? Whatever it was, I binged it. Mm. Um, not that that's, you know, unusual for me, but I definitely binged this one. Oh, you binged it in like two days. It was insane. Yeah. No, I, so. I couldn't have. Like, it has 40 some episodes. I couldn't have been two days. <laughs> oh, like you sleep. It might have been two days. I think it was when, it I think was it was when my, you weren't feeling well. It was something I think it was my those. birthday. I think it was my birthday weekend. Possibly. So, so you had also a lot three of days. Yeah, I think it was three days. Come on. <laughs> I'm not superwoman. And I just have to circle back and say with the propaganda, it does not feel like propaganda. You know how in some dramas it feels mm. kind of inserted and, well, we're just doing this to appease the government. This one feels very natural. I mean, it's a retelling of their history and how they had to come together to repel the Japanese and to save their heritage, that kind of thing. Mm. And so it's a natural fit instead of feeling forced in. It's true. Yeah. Like I said, I got sucked in. So gotcha. I felt it. <laughs> All right. I shall put it on my list. Oh, I'm so excited about this one because it, it's <laughs> But still... we won't spend too much time because we, we have a whole podcast about this too. And yes, a recap. Or a first impression. <laughs> I love this one. Secret. It's my guilty pleasure drama. Mm. Secret Boutique. Even to now, I just live for my weekly dose of bitch bobs and... <laughs> Sexy guys. Noir. You forgot the noir. Oh, sorry. Noir. noir bitch bobs because they all have the same look. It's very 1940s noir style in a modern story. And there's twists. And they're all really cutthroat. And it's delightful. It is delightful. It's been, unfortunately, preempted recently. Mm. Uh, so we didn't get, like, our full fix during the week. Um, but... Uh, even one episode's okay. I'm I'm okay, but oh, it's so good. It's just so good. It got back on track though. So now, because seven and eight, seven had aired the day, yeah. and then now it's eight, which I still have half of seven and then eight that I need to watch. But um, so now at least it's going to be pacing right with the two episodes. So. Yeah, because that's always annoying when that happens. Where it's like I feel like it. The writer ha- always has like a certain rhythm of like. The two, the way that yes. the two episodes work. So when it gets off, sometimes you're gonna be like, "What? They left yeah. you on that?" And you have to wait a whole week when they're like, "Oops, sorry, we didn't mean to make you wait a whole week for that." <laughs> but yeah, just wanted always, you to wait. A the endings are always so strong, mm-hmm. and it makes you just excited to watch the next episode. So um, if you're going to binge this, just know that you won't be able to push pause. <laughs> yeah, it's revenge, but not. But has a lot of characters that are likable, which isn't always the case in revenge dramas. And it has a really strong female cast. It yes. also has a very enjoyable male cast, but it has a very strong female cast. So The female cast is definitely the alphas, mm-hmm. and the men are the sexy betas. I'll kill people for you. Oh, do whatever. I'll yes. do it. <laughs> 
Yes. So lots of good twists. And the twists you don't always see coming. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy that. So it's delightful. 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 And That's all you can say. Delightful. Delightful. <laughs> but you have to say it the way that the mom does, which I can't because she just, her voice is. Well, and you need the fan and the cat. <laughs> and the cat. I, I have a cat. I can go get and my cat. And you need like the Victorian lounge chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's delightful. And we're going to have to chop off all your hair. Sorry. If no, I'm do not that. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you need the harsh bob. <laughs> uh, all right. So next up is Extraordinary You. And I think we all have plenty to see. <laughs> but that wasn't even a natural sound. <laughs> Drama, that was Drama Geek. Yeah, don't even blame me for that one. And she had hand movements and like... like oh. I'm sorry, this one, you guys don't, you would have to like... Go ahead. I will take my turn. I'm last? Okay, I'm, I'm last. Like last. <laughs> okay, so I get to start and I get to say, holy crap, this is so good. It's so good. God. It is very it's good. <laughs> I was expecting you to expound on that. But we do have a podcast that's going to be coming up uh, possibly in the next week or so, depending on when we air these. Um, so be on the lookout for an upcoming podcast where we're podcapping all of Extraordinary You will podcap the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, well, to, first third. Mm-hmm. And then probably the second half of the podcap will be coming in January because we usually take off December. So be on the lookout but, for yeah. that. And you I, can expand, yeah. Carrie. <laughs> yes, expand. I, I can go now? Yes. <laughs> I just... It's the plot. Can mm-hmm. I just tell you, the characters are so well acted. I love the main girl and just how bright and optimistic and enthusiastic she is. And I'm loving the guys, but I'm loving the plot and how it's a comic book, but it's meta comic book. And how is it going to, you know, she's changing things, but it's not the butterfly effect. And it's just, I can't even see where it's going to go next. And that never happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited to, to watch it. I agree. Yeah. I'm also really enjoying it. Um, I'm forcing myself not to read ahead with the mm. uh, webtoon because yeah. it is a webtoon. And I've actually heard that the webtoon's slightly darker. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to avoid that. I'm like, oh, I'll go read the webtoon after I've watched the show. So there's no comparisons and unpleasant surprises. Um, I really like the actors. All the actors are doing an amazing job. And I like the twists. I don't quite understand some of the twists logically but you know what it's a crazy show so i'm going to just roll with it and see what happens so that's where i am too just i mean watching it each week and each time i'm like wait what who's wait who who is that what huh i do that <laughs> I'm a lot like, is <laughs> this really going by what they said last week i can't remember it might not <laughs> but oh well and- and trying to understand like the rules of the world, like, you know, because I don't know, are they violating those rules or is it, is this the new rule or it's really great because it has that very much like a manga kind of feel to it. Um, and it's just, I love the main girl. I loved her in sky castle. I can't believe that it's the same person. Um, and, uh, the, the actor who's from SF nine is doing a great job as well. Um, just, Oh, it's a fun drama. I needed something that was light and fun and that I could look forward to each week. So for me, 
<clears throat> I actually wrote a novella series, um, which nobody else has read because it's not published, but uh, <clears throat> a while ago. Read, and Seal Kita is actually it. reading it this weekend. Yeah, you and Carrie read it. But, I read it. And so yeah. I'm watching this drama and I'm like, oh my gosh, that. Some, this is my idea. It, completely different, but still kind of the same concept. And especially this last week when they showed the second book that was there, I was like, oh, "It's from they're from other books." You know, like so, I just started like freaking out. So I like it's so fun to kind of watch a concept that you've had in your head come to life. And so that's part of my excitement for it. But <clears throat> I just feel like the execution of it is done really well. Like I, the, the, um, characters and the, um, the lighting, like the way that they're doing the, the sound of the page turn and just like all the different little details, even the people that are supposed to be extras, just always being in the background doing stupid crap. Like there's just like all that <laughs> stuff just yeah. really, it's, it, they really paid attention to detail and it's done really well. I enjoy it a lot. And I love the guy, that's now becoming like the um, her fiance. He was the guy in WWW that was with Scarlet. So I'm enjoying seeing. It took me yes. a bit for it to click, but I'm enjoying seeing him in this. And and they're doing a lot of behind the scenes um, videos and clips of him and then the the SF9 guy. And it's almost like they ship them together. It's kind of funny, <laughs> but. It's well, just fun. they do get really close a couple of times. I'm like, mm-hmm. if you've seen the behind the scenes stuff, the yeah. SF9 guy is always hugging him. And the other like, guy's hey, almost kind of like, uh, oh, wait, no, never mind. I want you with it's the girl. Probably from being in a, in a oh, yeah. K-pop group. Like, yeah. They're always just so lovey and wonderful with each other. So that's probably why he's so yeah. touchy. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's why. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> But he's he's sweet. The fact that he didn't talk for so long within the drama and still was able to pull it off and not feel like, oh, you know, it was annoying. He did a good job. So agreed. All right. So now we're going to do a quick round of currently watching on hold or drop. So these are ones that a lot of us aren't necessarily watching. Um, There's one person I think that's watching most of them, but we're just going to do it. <laughs> I can't imagine who that is. <laughs> so I did, like, I started doing the format and I was like, I just have to do something where it doesn't feel lopsided. So I just, we're going to, if you want to expound on why you dropped or, or it's on hold or whatever, we can do that. But um, I think we'll just list the drama and then we can say if on hold, dropped, haven't started, whatever. And then if, again, if we want to give a reason, we can. So. All right. So <laughs> the first one is Vagabond. Um, I think think I've dropped this one Mm. so I really wanted to like it because I've liked this writer in the past the but the main couple are very one note I don't know if that maybe they aren't now but to where I watched they didn't really develop much character growth I would say you know he's still sad that his nephew died and she's still wanting to use this as a bouncing up for her job and and then there's bad guys all over the place and I don't care. <laughs> the action, if you like sit back from it, was really good. I did mm. like the action. I did not like that the director really went 
for that shaky camera action mm. style. Mm-hmm. And once I noticed it, I couldn't stop noticing it. <laughs> and he, I mean, the guy's bouncing. I don't need the camera to bounce with the guy to understand that the guy's bouncing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, that was a big turnoff for me. So I'm dropped. So this is K-Drama Jen. I am watching it. I'm all caught up. It's the one that my whole family is watching, and we're having a blast. It's not that it's great, necessarily, um, it's but the there's an, a Lily the Assassin, and uh, and now Shin Sun Rook is really capturing my attention. So I totally shipped the two of them together. I probably shouldn't, because she's, like, really evil and has done really, really bad stuff. But... Um, it's a ton of fun to watch because there are t- moments where <laughs> we just laugh because um, they're, they're, in the recent scene, they um, the the NIS is coming to like take them out because there's like a, a black ops team, and he peers in, or actually Susie peers in, and she notices that they have a silencer on one of their guns, and so they <laughs> one of them says, "There's a silencer. They're going to try to shoot." quietly (laughs) (laughs) well i could see mocking this would be fun if i had people to mock it with oh my gosh it's so much fun and the the person that they're trying they end up going into an embassy and he's going to die and they um so they need to do a blood transfusion um but they don't have like any real like tools or anything and none of them are doctors so they're like skyping with somebody and then we have, of course, Lee Sung-gi, who's like, what's his blood type? I'm O. Take mine. Oh, God. And so, so they basically <laughs> use like an exacto knife to do. Uh, oh. I'm pretty sure that Drama Geek and I are just staring in horror at having to see any of those scenes. So I'm glad you're enjoying oh, that. So, I'm yeah, glad so I-, I dumped it. We we all watch dramas for different reasons, and and you know, and if you're watching it with a family, that's different because it's family bonding. You're laughing at the stupidity, but I don't want to see them try to use an exacto knife to get the blood out. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my gosh, I'm traumatized. (laughs) Okay, pretty awesome. So. I have on here that it's on hold. After hearing what you just said, <laughs> that might have changed my mind to dropping it. <laughs> just, just because. Drop it. <laughs> okay, so just because. So the reason I had it on hold is because, um, and I don't know his name, the character name, but Isungi, like, and I, he's one of my first, like, girlfriend is a gamijo, and then I watched like all of his stuff. He was one of my first p- actors that I followed and really had to watch everything that they'd been in. So I really like him, but I cannot stand his character. And I feel for him. Like, I have sympathy for him. So I don't, it's not his grief that drives me crazy. It's that, like, I'm going to bulldoze in. I'm going to give my blood and exacto knife somebody. <clears throat> but that's the <laughs> attitude he's had through this whole thing. Like, he never thinks at all. No, like, he doesn't he just, stop and yeah. think. And it's, she's an NIS agent. She's supposed to be smart too which her character is but they don't like that doesn't ever happen like it plays out with his stupidity and i just can't handle it like i'm just like no she's enabling his stupidity she she is so i actually thought the scenes with them together i felt i and i know from their past drama like they have the potential to have a really great chemistry i've actually watched 
a kiss their kiss scene passed when I dropped it or stopped watching it. And I feel like if his character was different, then I could handle the drama. But like it's just that because his it kind of filtrates into everything. Like the everything is just full tilt to the wall, no stopping. I'm just gonna go to into every situation. Well, he does have moments where he's quiet and reflective because is at he least crying four times because of his yeah, nephew. At least, that's the only time. At least four times in every episode, we have a flashback to his nephew, and he ends up crying or thinking about that. So we have a lot of contemplative. And that makes scenes. me feel bad that I don't feel bad for him. You know what I mean? Like I want to say, I'm like he, because that's huge. Like he, that you lost your child, because that's really what he was to him. It was his yeah. child. So he lost his child. So I should feel for him. But I'm just like, ugh. I'm usually like, really? Like, okay, we get it. We get I'm it. Exasperated for you. Next. Yeah. Give me a better, give me a fight scene. Let's go. <laughs> the fight scenes that I did see were pretty good. I, I liked awesome. it. The camera. I will say that. Yeah. The camera being shaky was a little annoying, but most of his fight scenes were really good. So. So after all of that, I had it on hold. Yeah, I'm dropping it. <laughs> I just, I keep forgetting about it. And if I'm yeah. forgetting about it, I'm not invested in it. So why put the time in? Mm-hmm. Well, the next one is Melting Me Softly, which was uh, Ji Chang-wook's um, return to the screen that we've been waiting for. And um, so I watched the first couple of episodes. I was a little... Um, taken aback by the it it's the same uh writer as strong woman bodong soon and i the thing i didn't like about that was how it got really goofy and and buffoonish at times and i have the same problem with this one however um i ended up catching up with it and i can't i just can't walk away from ji chung walk so um so yeah i'm still watching it i I feel guilty as his fan. I love him. So I'm just going to watch all his vlogs. That's what I'm going to do instead. And then I can still feel like I support him. But I just cannot handle the buffoonish humor. Like every character is like the gangster characters in uh, Bodong Su, except for the OTP. Like the two main characters aren't that way. At least in the, I think I've seen three episodes. But I just can't like everybody is that over the top in it's your true. face, like poop wine, poop wine <laughs> everywhere <laughs> humor. And so I yeah, it it's not on hold. It's not. I'm probably going to come back to it. And I have found that especially with actors that I love, if I keep watching something that I don't really like, then it might taint my opinion of them a little bit. And I don't want that to happen. So I'm just I'm moving on from my bookie. I just, yeah, so, dropped. And I've only seen Ji Chang Wook in one drama, I think. I've only seen Healer. Mm-hmm. So, for me, yeah, drop. I, I don't have the same loyalty, so I'm dropping it. For me, I don't like this writer. I just don't. Yeah. And I've tried yeah. watching three or four of her dramas. So, it's not like I've been like, oh, I didn't like how they did this, poop wine, eh, dumped. I've really had issues with how she's written a lot of characters, yeah. a lot of plot arcs. I agree. How she goes up and down in her storytelling, um, the pacing. I have a problem with the writer. And so at 
on drama number five, I know I'm just going to have a lot of issues with it, so I'm not going to start. So yeah. it's, it's not even the actors. You know, I like supporting good actors. I just can't support this writer. Mm-hmm. I think she's she just hits all the wrong notes for me. So dropped. <laughs> didn't start because I, loved them. Sorry, you didn't I used it. you guys as bi- guinea pigs though and yes. when you started saying this is an issue this is i'm all like it's the same issues i have with all of her dramas and yeah. i can't do it so yeah. i'm out there's no subtlety in anything she does and some of the topics that she takes on it's like no then we need it well subtlety. and then the way that <laughs> she handles some of the relationships i don't like yeah. like not, at, not in this drama per se mm. but in past dramas yeah. i've Especially her last drama before this one, mm-hmm. I had a lot of issues. So oh, that was the one. Yes, yes the uh, the uh, body switching yes, one and yeah. the wife switching one. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh hell no. Yeah, no, so not a fan. All right, so a drama that um, when the camellia is it camellia blooms. Is that how you say yeah. the Sounds name good. of the flower? Camellia. Okay, so um, this one I. I definitely have this one on hold. This is one where I feel like if I binge it, I will like it. Um, although I do have that I'm considering picking it up because I saw a scene between the OTP on Twitter. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe. With this, he his character just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Not in, like, I need a cop. It's probably because of his profession most of all. But I in a... I feel bad after harping on the vagabond by for not being <laughs> smart, but I just I need I need a level of um, cons- I, I don't know not not smarts, but just I don't uh, like a level of where I don't feel so embarrassed all the time for him, and I'm just like, oh my lord, is he gonna say that? I, it's something that's so embarrassing. I don't know. So I think his character, the first episode, definitely was a little bit too much for me, but it's still one I think I'm gonna go back to. So. And for me, I it's, again, his occupation. There needs to be a believable level of competence, and he's not giving me that. So, at least, I don't know. It's just, I feel like his character is inconsistent because he's he seems dim. He seems like he's not picking up on a lot. And then he finds this one clue, and then he's going to go after I don't know. I just, I'm having a hard time with it. I like Kong Hanul, and I love mm. the smart characters he's played in the past, but this is not working for me. And I really want, what's the girl's name? Gong Kyo... Jin, yeah. Jin, thank you. Mm -hmm. She doesn't finish her sentences. She trails off. And it's almost all her... (laughs) She does. Almost every time she speaks. And I'm just like, I I can't do this anymore. My children mumble enough. I cannot take it on a drama that I'm watching for fun. (laughs) So this one, I was going to drop, but then I see things on Twitter and I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, I want to see that. So I am skim watching this. I I admit I'm not 100% focused in when I'm watching. I'm usually doing something else at the same time. But I like enough of the storyline that I want to see where it goes. Um, I think his character gets better just because it's... He's dim, but he's kind of instinct smart, Mm, I guess, is a way... He's not going to be the one that is a Sherlock Holmes type character. Which I, I, he just I don't has, have to have that. Yes, yeah. but he ha- definitely has yeah. instincts and he's very 
he's very committed. He's someone who just says what he feels. Mm. He's not going to hide it. He's not going to hide that he likes her. Right. You know, he's very diligent. He's very loyal. Mm. And he says what he feels. And I like that. See, her character, eh, I, it's like, well, she, she does totally not finish her sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's okay. They're, they have moments and, this is definitely a slow burn. It is mm. not a fast-paced drama. I don't feel like a lot has happened in the seven episodes I've watched, but it's enjoyable enough. I'm going to probably finish it. So so I'm still watching it. Um, you're right. It's a slow... It, the pacing is slow. Um, but there are some really... There are some really powerful moments and conversations that I've really been enjoying. Um, his character v- seems very similar to Isongi's in Vegabond. Like he just <laughs> jumps into everything and he doesn't think sometimes. Um, but then, but he's also just really honest. And I really appreciate that about him. Mm. Um, and he really cares. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm still watching a friend of mine in Korea. Uh, is watching this. And I think that this is the kind of drama that has captured the um, the Korean drama watcher's attention. Gong Hyo Jin, of course, is a very, um, is a favorite mm-hmm. uh, actress. And because, you know, she's living this life and everyone's pitying her and she keeps saying, you know, well, my life isn't so bad. I have this beautiful child and, you know, I'm I'm making my way in the world and that kind of thing. Um, but her one dream is to work for the train station in the lost and found because the people come there and when you return their things, they're always so grateful and appreciative. And that's what she wants in her life. And it's really heart wrenching to think about that. So I think that resonates with a lot of people. Um, so I'm still watching and um, it's been fun to be able to talk about it each time, uh, each week with my friend who's in Korea. So, you know, the part of the that made me want to come back to it is that she is a single mom and that yes. doesn't get portrayed very often um, in dramas. And part of it, like I know that some people are like the, she, the women in her neighborhood are always like not nice to her for that. So I think that would be hard to watch, but I, I can see why it is resonating and why people in Korea are watching it and why it, it might feel different for them to watch it versus us and so that's kind of why I'm it's on my absolutely coming back to list because of that aspect I kind of want to see how that all plays out and there's a serial killer like that, that's what's <laughs> weird right like in a rom-com it, right and it, it's totally not a rom-com like uh, that's like I think no. but it's one of those like where you're like wait or is it but mm. um but no not really it's not really it's just um it's so, more but, a like a Serious drama with a few lighthearted moments. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, so is it slice of life kind of? No. no. <laughs> it, it has a pretty solid storyline. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. it definitely sticks with what it's trying to portray. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's portraying small town, mm-hmm. small minds changing as character growth happens. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. All right. Okay. And then our last one is Flower Crew Joseon Marriage Agency. And you guys are going to have to talk about this one because I didn't even start it. I don't like the lead female as much as I thought I did. So, 
<laughs> I just, yeah, <laughs> that's all I have to say. I'm sorry. Um, I watched it enough to get some screen caps for our first impressions for it. And the girl is very loud and very mm. loud. <laughs> She's very loud and very loud. Yeah. Um, you know, my, I'm already watching Nakdu and my country. Mm-hmm. I just don't think there's a place for this one right now in my schedule. So. Really? Hmm. Yes, really. <laughs> Just kidding. I know there's a lot of pretty. There is. Oh, there's so but much. I'm pretty. not sure the story was engaging enough from what I've seen and heard from other people to make me say, oh, well, I'm going to fit this in and kick something else out. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm, this is K-Drama Jen. I'm really, actually, really enjoying it. Um, the, He's not the lead because he's not going to end up with a girl, I don't think. But the um, the Sol—I always call him Solomon Perjury Boy, um, the king, the, the king in the, it. He plays the role of the king. Yeah, um, he's just—he does such a great job of making my heart want to like hurt. Um, every time he cries, I just ugh, can't help it. But so the female lead is Bluebird mm-hmm. from uh, Circle. And I will say that she is not my favorite part of the drama. She, especially in the beginning, is really loud, mm-hmm. uh, as you <laughs> described, and very like kind of crass. And you know, and that's she. I feel like she might be overacting that part because the idea is that they kind of make her into a noble lady, um, and they're headed towards making her into a noble woman now. So I feel like she's calming down a lot more. Um, there's a lot of pretty. I love the met the matchmakers um they all are doing a great job with that um it's it's silly it's light it's total saga light um but it has some fun moments um so i just keep watching it and i surprise myself that i like i'm looking forward to it each week uh because i didn't i don't know like i said she didn't really grab my attention as much but um but it's fun so i'm still watching so I have that I have it on hold, but it's probably one that's on hold and may never come back to. <laughs> if I uh, if I do co- like it'll be a ghosting and probably just like, oh, sorry, I totally forgot about you. Um, I agree that there's lots of pretty. I think if my opinion is if I didn't have two other um, Sago, well, I have a Sago light with Noctu and then I have the more serious My Country. I think if I didn't have that many mains of glory to be swooning over and interested that this one might bring my attention back to it more but because I have these other ones I'm not that invested I do um kind of wish like from watching the very first I wish the story I love the king and I really like the um the the way that he's acting in this and everything so I kind of wish she was together with him not that I don't love um in Jay like the guy that's playing the um uh marriage agency dude the flower crew i love him too so um <clears throat> i found i i feel like if you look at the actress that played uh bluebird in circle her last two dramas the robot one and this one she um doesn't handle having to be the louder more like um not a nice person like because i know a lot of people were hating on her at the beginning of the robot what was it it's not i'm not a robot it's the other one Oh. Are you human? Are you too? human too? 
people weren't liking her as much in that one because she was a little bit more like insensitive and loud and like it was hard to to like her character and then she eventually calmed you know calmed down and then i really liked her by the end so i have a feeling i would that the same thing would happen with this drama that i would end up really liking her because i think she can handle some of the other scenes a lot better she's just not as good at making herself likable when she's a little bit more obnoxious (laughs) (laughs) we're talking about obnoxious this is obnoxious (laughs) she's kind of obnoxious not adorably and the other problem that i'm having um not just with this drama but also with melting and even vagabond it seems like a theme that um people with disabilities or traumatic Mm -hmm. brain injury they are featuring them in ways that are, I think, not very dignified. And um, Mm. I don't think you should play that for laughs. And I feel like they've done that in Melting. They've done that here a little bit. Her brother, her long-lost brother, has a traumatic brain injury. Um, And I I just, it's not sitting well with me. Um, And the same in Vagabond. They just had a scene where um, it was just gratuitous. They didn't need to do it. And they did it anyway. And so... Um, I just found it kind of offensive. So, but that's just I apparently is a theme this year. That, really? that's, that's three dramas where they've done that. So, it's one of those are probably, hopefully, it's they're trying to get more visibility with people like that, but then they're just not handling it. You know the way that we would hope that they would handle well, it. Or I don't know. So it's no, it's people acting that right, way, right? And that's what because yeah. No, I have a couple of shows, American shows, where it's like it's so nice to see the people that are in the positions in the, the acting the character. They actually have what the character is supposed to, and it so it feels so different than when somebody's portraying that kind of character. Right, it's more authentic and doesn't feel very because that was melting with her little brother. That was yeah. that was kind of hard to watch. That so I haven't seen the it, vagabond yeah. one or the one in in the marriage agency, but yeah. at least Just in to- my country, the bonk on the head cured all of her issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because again, that's again. See, so the, I feel like because like she's supposed to, they didn't. She supposedly have epilepsy. To, yes, but they're not true to medical. No. She bonked her head, lost her memories, and suddenly it's cured. Yeah, that's not how that works, but... <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Nice so. try. Mm-hmm. All right. So, anything else that we're watching? Uh, oh, guess I have a list here. <laughs> so, very quickly, I'm watching Hello Again, which is a Taiwanese drama, um, which is kind of fun. Um, and there is a, there are two second leads. Um one a male character and one a female character, all interested in our main leading lady. Um, so that's kind of fun. And uh, one called Ten Years Late, which is a Chinese drama, plus Love and Destiny, which is a Chinese fantasy drama. And I cannot believe I'm even going to say this out loud, but <laughs> uh, I went back to watch Perfume, which is the Shin Sun Rook um, drama that we had written um, a blog post about mm. where I basically said, run away, don't even continue watching. Cause I, again, felt it was really offensive. Um, but we had some readers who suggested that it wasn't as bad as we had made it out to be. And so I felt like I needed to give it another shot. So um, I binged that today. Um, I'm not done yet, but I'm pretty close. So there you have it. That's what I'm watching. 
All right. For me, I am rewatching Still 17, also known as 30 But 17. Um, I watch with my teenage girls and we are just loving it. And they, I love how much we're laughing because the gentle tone of it, I remember commenting a lot about just how gentle and whimsical it is, but it's still freaking hilarious too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys remember the Choco Pie when he sat on her Choco Pie. Oh, and yes. 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 There we go. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I'm also in the middle of Juror 8. I will get back to it. I've watched the first hour, but it, Park Hung Sheik was in it is in it i think it was his last movie before he went into the military and it's it's got an interesting tone because it's about the first jury trial in korea and mm. it's kind of lighthearted, but kind of not quite because it's a serious subject and i'm enjoying it i just i need to get back to it okay sorry i'm like looking up because i didn't want to make sure i have this person's name right <laughs> so i am watching i'm also watching graceful family which is um Pretty mocking, but um, there was just some comments on Twitter about a character I might be interested in. And so I started watching it. I binged like six or seven episodes and then I need to get back to it. But it has the female lead from um, uh, Gangnam Beauty. And so I was like, oh, I really liked her in that. And so her and um, the guy isn't as well known um, he was in Bellamy, which was the one a few years ago with was IU. Was he second lead? He was. Okay. Yeah. So he, um, he is in this one and then it's, she's, a, the girl plays a rich heiress and, um, she comes back to kind of try to take back over her, her, uh, family fortune and they're all horrible, horrible people and he's a lawyer and he helps her and they have a, um, uh, connection they didn't know about until they you know they find out about later or whatever but there's a murder mystery of how her mom was murdered and so they're trying to solve that and everything but um the part that's kind of interesting is that the um family themselves have like this um team of people that are like spies almost and they work for the family and they cover everything up so they're like one of them get, is drunk and so they come up and show up and they have an ambulance and they they make it all go away so it's very interesting and very um, right now times of like what things that have come to light in Korea with their different <clears throat> people in office and their children and all that kind of stuff. So it's a very interesting to see that aspect of it. So I do plan on finishing that. And then I started last week and it only has one episode airing, but and it is not a Korean show, but it's Treadstone and it is on the USA Network. And it is a spinoff series from the Jason Bourne um, book series. And it has um, Han Hyoju in it, the girl from uh, W, Two Worlds, uh, that actress. So she, I'm watching it and I'm like, wow, the actress they got to play her speaks really good Korean. Usually you can hear it and you're like, oh, that's, it's okay. Because it's an American actress or whatever. But like, then I was like, Oh wait a minute, she looks familiar. And then I was like, "Oh, it's it's that girl." <laughs> like so and I totally forgot that she had been cast in an American show. So she is a North Korean um reactivated uh Jason Bourne uh agent. So like she gets to do fight scenes and stuff. All of a sudden, well, and she killed somebody. So it's like that's <laughs> that's they activate them and then they they go and do the bad uh black ops spy work or whatever. But it's kind of cool that she got to be 
in it, she got to to do that kind of role and her um, character is very because she's North Korean, so it's all very like muted and and everything. So yeah. it's kind of interesting to see. If her you in continue that. liking that one, let me know because I'll probably buy it on just the mm-hmm. series on Amazon Prime. I really think if it's one so. of those, like if you liked the Jason Bourne movies, because I very much did. Yeah, so. I think you'll love it. Yeah, it's that it it was. Then that might be a purchase in my future, <laughs> but that my <laughs> husband doesn't know about. <laughs> I'll be like, surprise, dear. <laughs> but so I know a lot of people are like, are a fan of her and like that. But, you you know, you have and to I like her action a lot. and yeah. like, you know, some pretty, not brutal isn't the right word, but it's. They it, do some very serious bad stuff sometimes. Yeah, so. Yes. so, but I liked the first episode. It was good. So I've had the most insane couple of weeks, uh, sick kids, kidney stone issues with a kid. My parents decided to visit. So I've not had a lot of time to add anything other than just the basic stuff we've been watching. Um, but I did watch two things this week that we have not already covered and they were two movies and one was extreme jobs. I'm a huge Honey Lee fan, so Mm. I was like, I've heard good things about this movie. I kind of want to watch it, see what's going on. And so I watched it. I want to say even it might have been the same writer as Mellow is My Nature, possibly. Okay. Because, yeah, he's the 20... He's the, yeah. that writer does yes. the, yeah, the main yes. writer does the movie. And shit. so I watched the show and it was very fun. Hmm. It's if you're looking for a crime drama where you're expecting real crime um, <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Don't watch that. Yeah. It's about a bunch of cops that kind of had an embarrassing bust where they were trying to not have any collateral damage. So they were like being all super careful and their perp got hit by a truck and caused a like 20 car accident. So of course there's all this. So they're embarrassed and they have to do this spy job. And the only way they can do it is if they run this, they buy this chicken restaurant with one of their um, retirement payout. And so they're spying on the bad guys across the street (laughs) And they have this chicken restaurant, and it ends up being, like, this huge hit. So now they're chicken (laughs) restaurant owners. And they're all focused on that, and not so much the bad guys. And it's very funny. It's very clever. It's humorous. It's kind of cheesy humor. Mm. So, you know, it's very fun to watch, but don't expect high thought. (laughs) Um the other one I watched was a Chinese draw or Chinese movie that came out. I try to buy the movies when I see them come out on like Walmart or Best Buy or whatever. Um, just because the more people buy them, the more opportunities there are for new stuff to come out here in the US. And it was called The Shadow. And it was directed by the guy who did Crouching High Tiger Hidden Dragon. So, needless to say, the directing was amazing. The story was very slow and a little odd. Um, I'm not sure if I would recommend it. 
I would say <laughs> if you're watching it for the directing, then do because say, there's some you... really amazing scenes and a battle scene and fight scene. There. I was gonna say if it's that way, I need to recommend it to my husband because he loves. Yeah, or he's probably already seen it because <laughs> he loves that. He can borrow it from me. I own it. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, so I mean, it was worth watching. It's definitely not everyone's cup of tea. There's no romance. It's kind of violent. Um, there's weird things that happen, and it kind of just jumps you right into the middle of the story. So read the synopsis, maybe. And so it was okay. <laughs> All right. So that's what we're watching. That is what we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I'm ending this, but I've lost my thing. <laughs> so on that note, thanks for joining us for this episode. Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast. And if there's a specific actor or a topic or theme you want us to discuss, just then let us know in one of our various um, formats where we have social media. We love being able to tailor make our podcasts for our fans. So just give us a note if there's some topic we have not covered that you think we should. Because we love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. <laughs>